This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Join us each week for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We have an IT expert, a computer repair ace, and we troubleshoot your problems on the phones as well. Everyday Tech, Wednesdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio. Download the podcast now or listen on YouTube on the MPB Think Radio channel. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, a home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Pam Pibus, uh, ASHE certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, is out this week. And when it comes to home improvement and renovations, you do not have to be a licensed professional to complete some awesome DIY projects and fixes in the home. There are a couple of uh, basic skills that will give you you know, most amateur handy person, the confidence to tackle projects around the home and hopefully save a few bucks. We'll talk about some of those today, along with other stuff and your emails and calls. Send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you, Jeff? Man, I am good. Glad to be back. Yeah. I had a great time in Arkansas. And, uh, you know, um, it's just like, you're all excited going on vacation and mm-hmm. all that, but you know it's it's almost as exciting at the end of it when you're going back home. It, it blows my mind on the final drive home. Always, yeah, home seems like the furthest point in the universe. I, I know it. That's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, had had a great time. Sure yeah. did. All right, um, you know, w- I, this weekend I got into something that was funny. My wife bought a cat tree. Because we ended mm. up with a whole bunch of kittens this spring, ended up in my yard. So anyway, she bought a cat tree. So I had to sit there, and it's kind of like IKEA furniture. Yeah, it's like this like put together thing. So it came <laughs> in this little box, right? It's like fifty pounds in this little flat box, right? And and so I open it up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's all carpeted and everything else. And you got to come up with the screws, and there's slots, and there's <laughs> you know. Park B. It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, you know, so that you know, folks, you don't actually grow cats from a cat tree, but you will attain them. Right. Well, yeah. If you have one, yeah. you'll grow cats. You, you, <laughs> cats will find it. You know, it's curious that you that you talk about cats. Uh, of course, I'm allergic to cats, so uh-huh. they they can't come inside. Right. But we have a cat. We don't know who it belongs to. <laughs> um. But we feed the cat every morning, uh-huh. and the uh, cat just hangs out on the front porch. That's your cat, Jeff. That, That's it's your my cat, cat isn't it? <laughs> does he have a name? Uh, Lily, does the cat have a name? No. We haven't named the cat? No. Okay. Well, okay. So that you know, uh, Jeff brought an audience in this morning. So awesome. <laughs> tell, tell us about your audience. Yes, Jeff. I have Lily Fedrick with me today. She is my oldest granddaughter. And um, you're going to learn the business this morning. That's right. That's our future (laughs) home builders. And uh, eight years ago, September 9th, uh, she was born on a Wednesday morning. I remember. uh, While we were doing the radio show. I remember. So I thought it would be fitting to bring her into that. That is so crazy. I'm looking at a human that was born the first time I met you. There you go. Isn't that crazy? That's right. Um, so anyway, this uh, also a thing I wanted to tell everybody about. We, we were talking a lot about uh, weather this week as far as as um, DIY and home construction and, and, well, anything really working outside has become 
almost hazardous. Uh, um, well, exactly. It is. I'm telling you right now, it is a real deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and you you you're getting to the point where you're having to decide not to do things yes. so that you can not get sick. Right. You know. You know. We're we're putting on a metal roof, and uh, I was talking with my subcontractor the other day, and and um, the roof is on, but we've got to go tweak it a little bit. And and uh, he said, Jeff, now listen, this is important. You know, we have got to get on the roof first thing in the morning because by by eleven o'clock you can't touch it. Wow. It is so hot. Really? Yeah. Huh. So. That's scary. It is. Uh, you know, I I saw some folks in New Orleans when we went down to New Orleans a couple of weekends ago, and they had these fans hanging off their neck, right? Have you seen that? I have not. These little bitty fans, and they hang off your neck, and they're battery-powered, and they blow up towards your face. And I saw it when we were in New Orleans, so so we went and got one for me. So when I was mowing this yes. weekend, oh, my gosh, that is the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Where have I been? Where's that been my whole right, life? Exactly. Uh, it was it was amazing. So it's it's just two little fans, one on each side of your face, that just blow at your face constantly. Hey, I like that. It was in while I was mowing, I had this thing on, you know. So I had my little sweat towel on, and yep. then I had this little fan on my face. That was, uh, you know, of course it's it's always dangerous, no matter how. You know, no matter how, uh, you know, it's going to be hot and dangerous anyway. But at least I didn't feel like I was going to melt and sure. die. Yeah, yeah. Know? At least at least you had a little breeze on I, you. Well, but, yeah, but, I was cooling. Uh, you know? But, but yeah, cool. in, in this kind of heat, um, uh, you know, definitely drink water. And, and sometimes you may need something a little more than that um, right. to, to hydrate. Well, and depending on how things go, it could be, like I said, uh, calling off things for a minute. Yes. Um, I did. I uh, wanted to talk about an email that just scared the fool out of me when I read this, uh, Jeff. So here we go. You've got to hear this. This morning it came in. I have a 40 gallon AOS Smith gas water heater with a Honeywell valve. This unit is in my attic. When it ignites, it has started making a loud boom noise. Wow. Uh, I'm not certain if the noise is, a, is occurring simultaneously with the burner lighting or if the sound happens sometimes afterwards as the water is heating. I've attempted to drain and flush the tank, but I don't believe I did it correctly. I'm not certain if it's something that, number one, can be solved with correct drain and flush. Number two, is something associated with the gas valve assembly. Or number three, is something altogether different in issue. Best thing I've heard so far, he says... I have turned off the unit and its gas supply. Perfect. Thank you. Yes, I was. I was going to make that recommendation immediately. Uh, yeah. Yes, immediately. Um, what do you think? What's going on here? Uh, it, it. What it sounds like is the thermal couple or something is going on and letting more gas get to that burner than is actually supposed to and it's not igniting properly right uh there's definitely something wrong with it It, it's it's out of the box the the water heater does not make boom sounds right well especially man if i heard that and i knew that the water heater was gas that would scare me to death absolutely no have you ever seen those pictures on tv when they say hey there was a a gas leak explosion in a house and they show the the helicopter view of it and it's just splinters yes yes no, get get that checked out by a professional licensed plumber um, uh, before you know before you turn that back on. 
I know uh, some of you may have thought plumber. What's the plumber got to do with gas? Plumber does the the toilets. Well, no, plumber plumber does the gas. Yes. 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 I've uh, wanted to talk about this heat thing because I heard a report this morning uh, on our radio station about – uh, it was it was a report that we did about everyone in Mississippi, all the coaches using this new app so that they can keep their their players safe in practicing football here in August. OK. And so but it tells them it's like, hey, if it's, you know, this certain point, they're just not going to go out. So it was neat to see. John? Well, I was going to say um, along that same lines. Um, our very own Chick-fil-A do not have their workers out when the um, what is the heat index uh-huh. yes. is above 100 degrees. Because, you know, normally they're out with the iPads right, right, moving the right. line through. But no, everybody has to stop at the little the window wow. <laughs> and say their order. So that's when you know it's serious when, you know, the service <laughs> right. masters, yeah, Chick-fil-A, yeah, exactly. right. say it's too hot for our people. Right. Right. It's too hot for our people. And that's, that's, that's neat about the... Um, the the high schoolers because yeah. I mean you know as a former athlete once upon a time uh-huh. you just want to go you want to go you want to go but it's not always the safest thing to do no no not right now no well, because you know once I, I've never had a heat stroke but I've I've talked to some people that have and I I think once you've had one you're a lot more likely oh your tolerance to, is gone. to have another one yeah. so. You know, if you're feeling uh, when you quit sweating, that that's a that's a that's a sign right there that you better get some some cool on you and get some liquids. You know, before that, obviously. Right. And we've got some tips on that. If you uh, uh, to stay hydrated, you kind of want to start hydrated. And what that means is drink about 16 ounces uh, before starting. And about five to seven ounces every 15 to 20 minutes wow. is what's recommended. Yeah, I saw a report. If you know you're going to be overextending outside, uh-huh. start the night before. Like wow. hydrate, yeah. hydrate the night before. Really? It's not, you know, um, I heard that, um, I'm hot. Let me drink a water bottle. Right. No, it, your body doesn't work that way. <laughs> so, so start, start drinking the, the night, night before. before. That's, that's fantastic. But that is interesting to know. Five to seven ounces every 15 to 20 minutes. So if you're doing work and you are uh, further than an arm's reach away from a, a bottle of water, you might be in trouble. So uh, another is... Uh, Try to avoid dehydrating liquids, alcohol, coffee, tea, caffeinated soft drinks. But I heard something on the news a couple of months ago that just rattled my chain about this. They said people were 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 dehydrating themselves because they refused to drink other liquids when they were thirsty because they thought it would make it worse. So like drinking a Coca-Cola when you're thirsty, they wouldn't do that. They'd wait for water, so they just wouldn't drink anything. Ah. They the doctors have come back now and said, no, 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 no. We didn't mean just don't. Right? You know, uh, it's best to drink water, or it's best to drink this or not that, but but certainly drink something. So that's <laughs> that's that's where it is now. So if if all you have is a coke around, you should probably drink that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Now, not everyone is supposed to be a pro, right? But uh, there are some basic skills that can always help you build your DIY confidence and keep the pros 
that you have to pay away from your house. So, and this is this is just some things. I'm not saying that having pros come to your house is bad. I'm just saying these are some of the things you can do. Some of the things you might want to learn. Number one, how to drill. Okay, this is this is this is a a, a basic skill, but one that once you you learn, you get to a whole set of new things that you can do. Being able to use a drill will open up a universe of DIY and uh, home improvement jobs. To get comfortable using a drill, get some scrap wood or plasterboard or something like that. Practice on it before drilling into walls or ceilings or anything important. Grab some scrap wood and try this because they're they're are ways to do this properly. Um, always locate any pipes and wires first before, so that you can avoid them. But use these scrap pieces to try to do a straight hole with a drill bit. There's, there's one of the biggest things you'll find. A lot of people tend to break drill bits when they try to drill uh, on an angle. Right. There's no such thing as drilling an angle. Right. Uh, you just drill front ways and two i mean that's a good tool to start with it's safe mm-hmm. um all, all the all the all the naughty parts on the very front you, you can hardly right. hurt yourself exactly right exactly and you know um I, i've I, i've witnessed this many many times someone trying to drill into i mean put a screw into some wood mm-hmm. and uh, the the screw is small or whatever mm-hmm. it's it's much easier if you'll drill a pilot hole first. Yes. And what is a pilot hole, Jeff? A pilot hole is a hole that is smaller in diameter than the screw that you're trying to put in. Ah. So drill your pilot hole and then put the screw in and you'll be a 100% more successful. Okay. That's some good advice there. Very cool. Um, all right. Another thing. This is another one that, that I learned early on in my home ownership. Uh, and if you don't know this one yet, try it. But here's Jason's tip. Okay. How to caulk bathtub or shower. That's a big deal. You can do this yourself. And caulk is fairly cheap. I mean, this is something you can go out and get today from any, any local hardware store and do yourself. But being able to caulk with a caulk gun comes in useful around the bath or sink. But you've got to figure out the way that flow works. It's 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 a I guess a physics things, folks, because what you're doing is you're you're cutting off the plastic end right. of a tube. And the way that you cut that dictates how the stuff comes out of the tube true which has a lot to do with how you're going to set that on your right yeah so so there's there's something to that so you have to cut that nice and clean you have to cut it so that it comes out the right side yes uh uh, you know or you got to turn the tube if you will look on the tube there is a line yes there's several lines there it's on a bias Mm -hmm. so cut it and and listen to me Uh, this is very important Less is more. Yes, on cutting. We, we, yeah, cutting, and you know, the smaller you make that hole, the the more successful you're going to be at the end of the day. Now, this this brings me to yet another thing that goes along with this. When I learned how to do that, and to this day, when I do any job of caulking anything, a window, bathtub, anything, I put on an old oh, yeah. T-shirt. Yes, I mean. I'm perfectly fine with throwing this away. Right. 
I'm telling you. It's going to need to get thrown away well, at the end. <laughs> the, the only, you know, God gave you the greatest tool in the world to put caulk on. It's your index finger. There you go. And, and there's only one really good way to do it. Uh, <laughs> that looks really good. And so it gets messy and there's no way to avoid that. That stuff hmm. is all over your hands and you need a, you need a quick that, way to that, wipe it. That is precisely why I said less is more. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because people who are not pros have tons of extra right. that is now everywhere. Now, instead yeah. of the t-shirt, you have a caulk shirt. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have a, t- a caulk shirt. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's uh, real quick go to Roger in Florence. He's got a question about finishing up a floor. What's going on, Roger? Hey, good program again, of course. Thank you, sir. Uh, I have a 40-year-old house with number two pine flooring and wainscoting and doors and cabinets and everything, old, simple, cheap pine. Hmm. It was finished. It was stained uh, with kind of a dark stain, everything is. Got a lot of cypress too, which is prettier. But anyway, the floors are wood or pine, and uh, pine groove. Uh, I guess nominally one by three or something. <clears throat> and uh, there's some cracks between them where they maybe were not cured enough before they put them down. But basically, a good floor, and it's gotten beat up. It looks nice, beat up floor. Mm-hmm. Got now, a lot of character. A lot of character, and, and we've added to it over the years. Right. right. Now, it, it needs some, of course, some great spills. You know, that's another story, you know, the, the worst spill right. in the world. But uh, I had to move some furniture recently and expose some areas. And, of course, over the years, the, the sunlight and other things, traffic. So we end up with some uneven-looking spaces. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I looked under the kitchen cabinet and sitting there for probably 30 of those years were some old wax uh, nombies or some old brand of wax for furniture and floors. And uh, I remembered, I don't know why, I thought I remembered somebody saying that when you coat a floor, I guess I didn't tell you yet, it was then coated with polyurethane uh, surface. And that you can't put wax on polyurethane or something like that, and you should not. And so we never did. We would just clean it, you know, and that's fine, except that it's worn down to the wood now, almost. So I got out there with wax and waxed an area that we needed it. Well, all of a sudden, I got an area that looks great, <clears throat> and the rest of the floor doesn't look so great. <laughs> so I was afraid, afraid I did the wrong thing. Now, went over it with a... I guess I can name a brand of Swiffer deal yeah, sure. to, to kind of push it around and even it up and just scrub it in. And it began to look better, and it does look better. It doesn't look as garishly shiny right. as as uh, it did. Is there, now, question, back to the basic question is, what do you do with a an aged or even maybe a new polyurethane-finished wood floor? How do you... Of course, you keep it clean if you can, but with a bevy of kids and years and all that, it ends up getting worn. And what do you do? If it was a clear polyurethane, it just looks like it looks. Yeah, and uh, you know that's the that's the beautiful thing about that soft pine is it you are going to get character. Um, now, if you want to go to this expense and bring them back new. Uh, of course, move all the furniture off. Everything's on the floor. Sand, 
um, and um, uh, stain if you want to, or 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 you know put your put your finish back on. I, I have lose uh, your character then. Though. That's yeah. true. I have uh, stained uh, pine in my office, and um, uh, we did that about ten years ago, I guess, ten or twelve. And uh, we're starting to get some of that good character. Now, it doesn't bother me. I, I like it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, the way to do it correctly is sand, stain, and finish again. So, And then as far as cleaning, uh, just a um, you, you're probably doing best you can with the Swiffer or some, some right. sort of, of um, light uh, detergent, very little water, but that's about all you can do to the poly. But if they did, if they polyed it, you know, basically think of it as having a hard candy shell on top. You're not actually touching the wood anymore when right. you're doing anything to the top of it. And too, you know, that's that that has a shelf life just like everything else. Right. Good. Thank you. All right. Sure. All right. Um, we were talking how to caulk a bathtub or shower. Going to move to the other one now is how to clear a clogged drain or toilet. This, this, this one, this one skill in your life could save you so much money in the end. Uh, and, and, okay, so let's start here. Jeff, we've done this before. We've talked about this subject before. Clogging, unclogging a little clog in, say, a sink or a bath, uh, something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people, unfortunately, reach for the chemical first. Right. And tell us why that might not be the thing. Well, plumbers, for one thing, hate that. Drano and stuff? Well, yes, because now you, you have poured a chemical that if it does not work, mm-hmm. someone it may get that splashed on them uh you put enough of that mm-hmm. uh especially down your commode it could eat the wax ring um now you've got a much bigger problem how fabulous right <laughs> so if if you can get a snake and run the snake through that drain uh-huh. and pull out whatever is clogging it it would be the best way to do it right and and i did want to mention when and whenever you hear a home improvement person say snake, I know the thing that's coming to your brain is a, <laughs> not the actual animal, no. but, but, but this, your trained snake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This really long metal thing, but it's, that's not, it's not always as complicated as that. I just did this yeah, recently really at my home with, with something that, uh, a product that I used, uh, I hate saying product names, but it's called the drain weasel. But anyway, and and it's this little plastic thing that it's you stick. orange. Yeah, and it's got this little yeah. Velcro on the bottom. <laughs> you stick it down in there, spin it, and pull it out, and it's like, uh, it's horrible what you pull out. It's terrible. It, you know, it, it really you know. is. <laughs> I recently had to do that for our bathtub. I have two daughters uh-huh. and a son with a head full of hair Yep, and a lot of washing and all that kind of stuff. It'll make all the difference and in the world. You put that, I put that exact product, yeah. that orange thing, twisted it around, and... Oh my goodness! Right, <laughs> it's it's you know because the thing's only five bucks you know to buy it doesn't cost anything right but it's just amazing what those things can do and and I think that should be and I'm going to say this and no I'm not a pro I'm not like Jeff I don't get paid for this but I'm going to stick my neck out there and say go for one of these sort of products first before you go to your 
to your chemicals. Uh, maybe because yes. you can get out a hair clog just by pulling on it right. rather than that's right a chemical to yeah. burn it off. Yeah. Think about what you're doing. <laughs> What you're pouring into, the yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a big believer in the chemicals at all. Right. Uh, there, there's other ways to cure this this problem. Right. And, and two, um, <laughs> the pipes are kind of like our body. They tell us what's going on before it finally clogs up, where nothing will go through it. Right. So it's much easier to do a little bit of maintenance. Up front, when it starts draining a little slower than you think it should, right. it's probably time to try that. Right. Um, and, the, and, the, and the smaller methods, like Java and I were just talking about, can deal with it in the beginning with no issue at all. So Yeah. Now, um, you know, let's, let's talk about another type of clog that's a little more complicated okay, and a please. little more of a headache. Um, if your sewer line is starting if that's where the clog is due to a tree root or oh. a collapsed line that's a little bit different deal now we're digging that line up oh, no, you're, you're beyond diy at that you're, point you're beyond the d yes yeah yes absolutely but jeff how would you know that you have like a, one of those at the sewer line well because all of your drains are going to be slow at the same time yes yeah okay so that's good. To know. All right. That's good to know. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home show to help you to help you do it yourself. You know, I've only been reading that since 2014. Exactly. You know, I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Got another email here that I wanted to go over with you, Jeff. Our fluorescent light in the kitchen has been acting up for a couple of months now. It flickers when you turn the switch on, but does not stay on until the temperature in the kitchen is around 75 degrees. Mm. Uh, some days it won't come on at all. Mm. Can you tell by this description if it's a switch problem, a light fixture problem? I know how to fix a switch, but I've never tried to change out a ballast. Thank you for your help, Jennifer. I'm going to start as the non-pro saying, don't change out your ballast. No. no. <laughs> change out your fixture. Change out the fixture. <laughs> yeah. a- and go to LED. Right, uh, off of be, fluorescent. It, it, what that sounds like to me is the um, uh, ballast is going out in that mm-hmm. light. It, it, ta- it I call it the starter. It, it's kind of like the starter for your car. You turn the switch on, sends power to the ballast. Pa- the ballast powers up the gas in right. the fluorescent, and that's what makes it glow. Right. So I think we have a um, a faulty ballast. And there's so. no reason to put older technology back in there. Absolutely not. Right. Change it out to an LED and uh, cheaper, you, cooler. Yeah, you, you probably know. won't. Uh, uh, you probably won't have that issue for for quite some time. Yes. Daryl's on the line in Memphis. What's going on, Daryl? Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Very good. We're good. You? I have a question um, regarding a drain uh the washer drain oh yeah um and i think right so when i'm washing a load there are times that on the drain it will come up yep in the sink okay. so um i've tried um different chemicals before in the past you know and i've used them uh accordingly by the instructions the direction because i know these things will eat your 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 pipe, 
and and these pipes in an older house, which is made in the late sixties, um, you know, they haven't been switched out. Right. They have they have not been switched, out. so they would be the type of pipe it is would be uh, what is it? Um, as it could, that, it, be, um, it could okay, be it could be PVC or it could be cast iron. Um, right, that's that's what I'm thinking it is. Okay. Um, now, keep in mind that shower. Uh, I'm sorry, the washing machine box, the drain box, if you will, it also has a P trap. Uh, just a quick 101 on P trap. It holds water, which keeps sewer gas from coming in your house. That's why we have a P trap. Um, so I would run the snake again down that in that drain to see if I can get anything out of that P-trap. 99% of the time, that's where your clog is going to be. Now, if it is beyond that, you may have a bigger issue with a sewer line. Have you seen that, Daryl? Well, this is, this is what I've, I've tried. Okay. Um, I've had the, the, the drill, the handheld, I've used that. You know the one that you connect to your drill? Yes. Yeah. drill from the Home Depot, or you can manually run it down? Yes. I've tried to run that down with no avail. I have because of the, like you said, that trap, that feed is that little bend that's in the pipe. Okay, so you, you can't. I couldn't, I couldn't make that turn. Yeah, you, and with wherever it, okay. wherever it directs to, I can't make that turn. Okay, so you cannot get past the P trap. Yes, sir. I cannot. Okay. Uh, the P-trap is probably in the wall. Uh, I think this is the next thing I would try. Move my washing machine out, cut the sheetrock, get to that P-trap. Take the P-trap out. Um, um, put a new put a new P-trap in. You can do that. It's, it's simple. Um, now, if it is beyond the P-trap, which I don't think it is because you just told me you could not get past that. True? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, I cannot. I cannot. Okay. Well, uh, I think that's my next try. Yeah. Have you uh, have you uh, opened the wall at all, Daryl? I've never, I've never, I haven't opened the wall. I haven't uh, uh, busted the sheet rock right there. Um, and, and that won't be a problem. I'm, I'm pretty... Andy, and, and 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 two, Daryl, get this: you're you're gonna learn some sheetrock techniques. Yep, <laughs> you're gonna learn some plumbing techniques. And guess what? Mm-hmm. It's behind the washing machine. Yeah. So even if you so, bugger it up, it's not that bad. Nobody's you, gonna see it. You you're you're, you're the <laughs> only one that knows it's there. Right. Amen. <laughs> now, I, I want to ask you this: there is a uh, a trap that's uh, a drain. A clean out. I, I, I guess that's what you would yes. call it. You correct me if I'm wrong, but it it runs um, not horizontal, but but as if it's running straight into the the house. Right. Not in the ground. No, I know it, it's coming. It's it, on the house. It's coming now, out. It's coming out of the siding or the brick. Right, and that's right there at my kitchen window. The sink. Perfect. Unscrew that cap. Unscrew that cap. Can't. <laughs> okay. You can't unscrew the cap. It's so old that I tried to, man, I, I put all types of muscle on it, but I didn't want to muscle Ooh. it this much. 
because it, it may break. Mm. But what can I do? Oh boy, um, is it? Is it? You can heat it. Is you it, can heat that. Well, but is it PVC? It's not PVC. Absolutely not. Oh boy. So I yeah, just that's like, what I say. Heat it up. Yeah. I, I, you know, nah. I thought about that. I thought about that. If you put a torch on that, it'll expand, and then it might come off easier. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff is scared yeah. to death. He didn't want to. No. No. I'm, I'm cutting the sheetrock out. <laughs> Daryl, I'm cutting the sheetrock out, Daryl, before I put a torch on it. Hey, hey, listen, I, I can tell you a true story about a torch. Uh, no, oh, uh, this, this this happened sev- several years ago, and if he's listening to me, he'll know who I'm talking about. But his father-in-law needed something to do, so he said, well, won't you come paint my house, blah, blah, blah. He's scraping the paint. He gets a torch, thinks it's going to be easier, burns the house down. Uh, just saying. Oh, All right. <laughs> so we don't just pull that out of the DIY cabinet. Do right. what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's not funny in real life. Man. No, it is, no, and 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 if he's he he knows he knows I'm not laughing about it, but right. but but yeah, it's um it's a real deal. All right, uh, Daryl, thank you very much. I hope that helps out, man. I'm a first great. Hey, I'm a first time caller, man. Guys, I listen all the time. I really do. Hey, thanks for thanks for calling, and Appreciate thanks it. for listening. Yeah, in Memphis. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Another thing we were talking earlier about stuff that you needed to know. I want to. I wanted to slip this one in there, and this, this never is old when we talk about it on the show. Here, it's like it's new every time I say it. Do you know how to turn the water off in your uh, home? Hey, that's great advice. Do you know how to turn the water off? And if you know the location of that, do you know how to do it? And do you have the tool in which to do that? Yes. The tool to do that is called a water key. Is at least that's what I call it. I don't know, Jeff. Is there a difference? That's, that's what I call it. Okay, water key. Well, and don't don't picture the thing, the key that goes in your door that you put in your pocket. Okay, a water key actually it's about almost what? Gosh, it's almost a yard. You know, uh, oh, yeah. tall, yeah. you know, it's almost yeah. three foot tall, but it, but it has a little thing on the bottom, a little cup on the bottom that grabs the, uh, the lever that you have to turn to turn your water off. Yes. Uh, and it makes it easy for humans to do mm-hmm. instead of impossible. So. Now I, I do want to add one thing to that, Jason, mm-hmm. um, open up the lid to your water meter mm-hmm. because the longer it sits there and gets rain on it and debris falls in there and and you could open it up and not see anything but the actual glass dial the right. rest of the stuff could be under debris or even dirt oh many times i've dug them out from it, from mud right exactly uh, so my point being while the water's gushing in your house you don't want to be digging your water meter out right keep right. it keep it cleaned out Keep the key to where you know where it is. You run in the garage, get it, right. turn it off. Now, in our newer homes that we're building today, we put a cutoff at the first, excuse me, at the first um, um, entry into the house. Oh, okay. So, meaning if a secondary bedroom is up front, it would be in that closet. Right. Uh, go in there and obviously cut the water off mm-hmm. and... and uh, 
Okay, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Now, also too, you got to be careful about um, critters in that. Oh, uh, in the in the water true. box. In Ooh, the water box. Well, There's true. a particular always, kind of critter that likes the water boxes. I want me and my wife first uh, four years to her grandparents' house early on in the relationship. Some kind of leak happened in the um, in the kitchen, uh-huh. and you know I'm the strapping young guy so go turn the water off right go to the front of the house reach into the ground takes the top off and what's in there a snake right right and i don't have any time to 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 hissy fit anything grab snake throw it away turn the water off (laughs) now hey java i think i got points from grandpa that yeah yeah do you think you think Grandpa put the snake in there on purpose? No, yeah. I don't know. It may have been. It may <laughs> That's have been a really good point. He said, yeah. "Hey, let's see what Java. Let's, Jabba, see, let's see what Java's made out of. Let's see what's going on." Yeah, <laughs> I surprised myself because it, I mean, it was it was a that nice was, little hey. it's a nice little flood going on. I would mm-hmm. still be running. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I, I don't, I don't. I don't get along with snakes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sydney's on the line in Jasper County. Uh, got a comment referring to the last caller. What's up, Sydney? Hey, thank you. Hey, Jeff. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Man, you up a million dollars, but I wouldn't give a dime for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm supposed to like that or not. Right, right. <laughs> well, that's, hey, that, hey, boy, I listen to y'all so much. It's a shame. <laughs> uh, this is what I call the team. It's a little device. Uh, it fits on the end of your hole. It's a little, uh, yep. uh, it's a rubber, rubber device. Yep. But on your it, it shoots a jet propeller. Very familiar do, with I, it. Yes, sir. I got a one inch and I got a four inch or a six inch. Yep. That gentleman that had that tight trouble, he put that on the inside and let uh, let that jet propeller see can it blow out for that uh, feet trap out. That, that don't do it, then you go in the wall. Yeah, that's a fantastic that's, idea, that's, I didn't think of that, Sydney, but but yeah, now let me kind of just take that one step further, what Sydney's talking about. Okay. It's a it's a rubber device and then they come in different sizes. You fit you get the one that fits in that pipe. When you hook your hose onto it, it expands. Yes. It makes a tight seal so there's only one way for that water to go. Right. So, yeah. but yeah, that's that's definitely uh, something to try. Great yeah, idea, Sydney. Sure. Yeah, before you get into the wall, because even if that messes up, well, you're going into the wall you're, anyway. You're, you're, you're point, going into so. the wall anyway. Yeah. So, a good idea, man. Thank you, Jasper. And, and Jeff, uh, I got I got two of them. I got that one inch, and I got that four to six inch. Yes. Yep. Oh, that's for the big pipe. All right. Uh, thanks, Sydney. I appreciate it. Uh, let's keep on going. Jeff, um, you know what? Okay. Let's say uh, the next thing on the list I was going to talk about is uh, fixing a window screen tear. Mm. We got one of these at my house a little while back, which was amazing because, you know, you remember I talked about the cats. Well, yes. One of them decided he wanted to hang off of it. So of course. It just ripped all the way down with one claw. That's so, why I don't have cats. Right, right. Anyway, this uh, this can be handled with a patch kit. They actually sell a patch kit for screens. Yes. So you don't you don't have to replace the entire screen. They do make a patch kit. Um, have you have you used one of these before, Jeff? You know, I've never done the patch kit. I'm I'm um, what I've done. 
um, you can take it to your local hardware and drop the screen off, and they'll rescreen it for about fifteen dollars. Really? Yes. What I've done, I have rescreened. I've rescreened the whole door before, yeah, and that's it's, really it's easy. easy. There's nothing to it. Yeah. Um, they have a screen tool. It's about. $2.50. I, I've been very successful mm. in talking myself out of doing Working. something right. like Good that. Good for you, man. Yeah. I want it's, that it job. Does, it's not hard. Okay. You I'll, just sit around and decide that you need to be doing something else like riding your motorcycle or fishing. You know, that's ambition, man. <laughs> <laughs> something to look forward to. Um, yeah, let's go to Johnny in uh, Grants, Mississippi. No, wait a second, Johnny. Okay. I've been here a long, long Me time. Me too. What is, where's Grants, man? Yeah, it's actually Olive Branch, Mississippi. Oh, okay. Branch. Olive Branch. Got you. Okay. <laughs> I, lived in, uh, I lived in South Haven for quite some time. Okay, cool. Now, y'all were talking, two things y'all were talking about, turning the water off. Yep. You go to these big, big box stores, the proper name for that item is a curb key. Oh, a, that's right. What is it? It's a curb key because yeah. you are turning the curb stop off. Oh, that's thank you. That's technical. It's a curb stop. I've never, Johnny, I've never known the real name of that device. And it's a very... Fantastic tools that every homeowner should have. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and they're cheap. You know, they're like seven bucks. Yeah. You know, it's just rebar, Three, welded rebar. And, uh, yeah. Y'all were y'all were talking about caulking. Now I learned a very good lesson from this old house. When you go to caulk something, take some painters tape and run your line above the trim and off the edge of the trim, whatever width you want that thickness of that caulk to be. You know, your line. And do that all around your trim and caulk it. And then when you do it with your finger, put a little water on it, slide uh-huh. down, and then you give it about two minutes without the dry and pull the tape off. And you got the prettiest line you've ever I like that. Wow. I like that. That's yeah, it was uh, very, it was because you're right, you put too much caulk and you got it all over your finger and all over oh, the wall. You, and you've got it everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, and and it's good. It's fine when you're using the the water based latex, but when you get into yeah. the silicone, I never that's, get a, that's a total different deal. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I was watching this old house one day, which I love. I'm like y'all, I love your program, and I mm-hmm. man, that is a great idea, and it worked. And my wife said, "Man, that's a beautiful thing that you have on that wall." <laughs> <laughs> See, now you have to do all of them. Get to work. Yeah. All right, Jim. All right. Y'all have a good day. Thanks, Johnny. Appreciate it. Boy, uh, northern Mississippi and uh, southern Tennessee is really sure, turning it up today. Sure did. Let's huh? stay in Collierville, and uh, William's on the line. He's got a problem with his LED lighting. What's what's going on, William? Hey, good morning, everyone. Uh, I have a, uh, in the kitchen, under-cabinet lighting that has these pups. Yep. And mm-hmm. there are probably six of them. One of them, um, the socket where you plug the uh, bulb into, yep. uh, has become too enlarged, and so the bulb wiggles and won't stay in there, and therefore won't light. Right. So it's one of these things where you can just kind of uh, pull it all down, and there's a little, there's a base that goes into the bottom of the cabinet, and then there's a, the actual uh, unit that has the uh, light socket in it, but it's hardwired. Right. And I don't see any way to replace this thing, and so what I I don't want to buy a whole new set uh-huh. of these things, uh, so I'm trying to figure out is there a way where I can just like cut the wire and connect it to another pup. I can't identify who made this original one. Uh-huh. I'm not sure uh, how I can replace this thing without tearing out all this wiring and putting in a whole new set. 
Well, uh, you can do that. I uh, it's 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 pretty technical. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't have a problem cutting the wire. Right. Uh, I, it's you know it's. It will be interesting to find a the, uh, a puck that's close. That might is it is it a drilled hole in the cabinet? Uh, no. No. Okay. Okay. So it's a surface mount. Um, you know, this is the beautiful thing about radio. You can't see anything. Right. Um, Luckily. Yeah. Well. My my knee jerk is is cut the wire. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, if if you're sure not going to make the sure fixture work, my electrician work, is jumping up and down right now. I know, but if you're not going to make the the fixture work, what's the difference? Right. You know. Right. You know, go ahead and get rid of it and put something else in there, or make that the end of the line. Like that, right? Uh, but then it won't yes. turn off when I turn the switch. Yeah. Uh, now, if you cut that one out, you're going to have to put something else. In well, no, there would, to finish I'd, the circuit. I'd, I'd put another fixture. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And and then just one quick question. It's not a FYI, but I had a, a new air conditioning unit put in, and the plenum, uh, somebody was up in the attic and saw the plenum was sweating, and they said it's not supposed to do that. It shouldn't be water on the outside uh, of the thing. And I went up there and testing, yeah, there is water on it. Is, is that okay for an AC unit? No, or? it's probably leaking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would get uh, it's not it's not duct tape. It's silver and uh it, there's probably there it's there's probably cool air coming out of that. W- would be my guess. Interesting. I would look gotcha. for that. Okay. Good enough. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thanks William. We appreciate it. Oh man. So yeah, I don't know. So I think North Mississippi won today. I do too. Yeah, it pretty much stayed um, on the line all day. Yeah, yeah. I used to live in South Haven. I worked in Collierville. Uh, it's, right. a, it's a great. I, lo- I love that area. And there you go. Um, well, if you have any questions, the best thing you can do right now is send those to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Another thing you can do is our talk to us feature, which is yes, you just go to the MPB public media app that you. Have free on your phone, and uh, you can go to the talk to us feature in the menu, pick fix it 101, and send us any message you want under two minutes, video or audio, and, uh, and we'll get that on the air on the next fix it 101. So, fix it 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Ted the intern. There we go. Uh, for the absent Pampibus, Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Up next is Everyday Tech and then Southern Remedy with Jimmy Stewart at 11. Make sure to join us next Wednesday at 9 for more Fix It 101 right here on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.